Uh, welcome to the No Time Records podcast. Um, Fern has decided to uh, leave us. Unfortunately, this is some bad news, but he he's actually decided to not only leave No Time, but Corrupt Vision. Uh, he, he's gonna he's gonna quit Stay Tough as well. Uh, he's gonna go he's gonna go live in the woods. He was listening to a lot of Storm of Sedition. And he really thought that like he needed to really take that seriously. So he's gonna go ahead and just just move into the woods. And I'm totally not just padding out filler so that he can go uh, run an errand that he needs to do. Um, I have a guest today, uh, Valerie. Thank you for being here for uh, uh, the death of Fern. Um, uh, hello, gang. Yeah, um, it's very so. sad, but I I look forward to seeing whatever um, you know PowerPoint presentation they come up with after listening to all that anarcho crust. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was doing some research uh, to to find talking points, and uh, I saw that you posted that meme. And years ago, Fern and I booked a Storm of Sedition at a at our local skate shop, and it it fucking felt like it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> they were fucking. They're a great band, and they're very steadfast with what they believe. But I was like, God, I felt like I should have got chairs or something. <laughs> I was like, fucking now, like, now I will read from Ted Kaczynski. And they had a library with them. It's like, damn, like half of it that's was. Kind of, that's that's badass, though. I, yeah. I love that energy because I love reading. They had they had like half. It's like half gear, half library. That's that's pretty sick. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, Storm City. They uh, their drummer played in this band called the uh, Leper, which is a uh, a grindcore black metal ska band. And oh, shit. I didn't expect I, that last one. Yeah, Fern and, I, and Fern and I like worship them. Like it's literally like me. And if you like listen to Corrupt Vision, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a leper song. Oh, that's a henchman song. Oh, that's a leper song. Oh, that's a leper song." Yeah, we fucking we we absolutely love that band. It was it was, so it, was yeah, it was shit to actually like be able to play with them and book them. But, but at least you know someone who was in that band. Um, I I thought Fern would be coming back from the dead at this point. But uh, for, I forget how far his car is from the. We're very he's, professional, he's Valerie. Printing. We're incredibly professional, as you could tell. Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that's that's wonderful. I'm very yeah. professional as well. I always show up on time. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're a professional anyway. skateboarder. Nah, I wish. You're a professional um, memer. Um, man, if I could get paid for that, that would be pretty great. If I could get paid for either of those things, but uh, I'm a I'm a freelance skateboarder and a freelance memer. There we go. Um, oh, I'm not, oh, wait, I'm not wait, tied wait. down by any corporate obligations. I I, I feel uh, the Ouija board. I think Fern's coming back from the dead. Fern, are you there? Y'all killed me off. <laughs> so we ki- yeah, we, we killed you off in the in the NTR lore. Oh, no. damn! COVID finally got me, or what? Yeah. All right, so COVID part, COVID part two. Yeah. So okay, Tommy. T- All right. Do, do, so now I want the real intro. Uh, so basically, I I I had a gift for Fern for Christmas, um, and then you know he got COVID, so I couldn't see him. And I kept forgetting to give it to him. And then I finally went to his work today to drop it off. So Fern, if you would do the honors uh, on this audio only podcast, please open your gift to read what it's please read what it says. Okay. So I have it here. 
It says, <laughs> what does this mean? For my monkey man fern? <laughs> what does that mean? All right, hold on. I'm going to try to open this with one hand while I hold my camera on the other. It's very... Why'd you use, like, painter's tape to... <laughs> to I didn't have scotch tape. <laughs> don't you run a record label, though? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I use painter's tape for everything. I don't use scotch tape. Oh, my God. I use... Not even shipping tape? Shipping tape would have been too strong. Bro, what is this? <laughs> what is this? It's a... It's a Donkey Kong bootleg Pez dispenser? It's, it dispenses Smarties. Look <laughs> Are the Smarties rotting in it? Uh, I don't know, but it's open right now. Dude, hold up. They are. Not eat them. Oh, <laughs> my God, dude. They're so they're so spoiled. Also, the thing, the whole entire packaging just fell apart. Do not, do not, op do not eat them. Uh, not only are they spoiled, so I found this in my cupboard. Like, I think we hit their, like, at least two years <laughs> out of date. It also, it also <laughs> went through a house fumigation. So that if if the uh, spoiledness doesn't kill you, the uh, the uh, insecticide that is probably embedded into the candy will. So they they are they are so discolored. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try one. <laughs> I'm gonna try one. This dude's trying to kill you. Uh, yeah, he gave me fucking poison. Uh, thanks for the re gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a re gift. It's just it's, like oh, this, it's so it's got a monkey on it. They're so brown. They're I legit could, so know, fucking brown. I figured you could use the actual, you know, dispenser with actual candy. Now, in forethought, I could have just bought you, like, Smarties. I think that's, like, the cheapest candy on the planet. Yeah, um, so the Donkey Kong looks like shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it looks bad. It looks <laughs> really bad. It looks fake, but I think it's authentic Nintendo. Yeah, it says in the back. I, dude, if I, if I was Nintendo, I'd, I'd be pretty pissed. Um, so, speaking of monkeys, uh, my girlfriend did tell me... Um, Alright, let me turn off my camera. She did say... Cause oh man, what was I what was I doing? I was laying in bed, laughing my ass off over a video of a monkey just falling. He's just like sitting down and he just falls. And I played that video like three times, laughing like cackling like a hyena. And my girl, how far, what? How far of a fall? He was just like sitting on a box and he just like the box like <laughs> broke and he just fell down. And my girlfriend asked me, he's like, why why do men always think monkeys are hilarious? Monkeys are, to me, universally relatable. That's like watching your granddad fall down. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't that's want hilarious. that, but that'd be kind of funny. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I think monkeys are funny, but they're... Like he, Tommy, do you think monkeys like, are funny? Monkeys set off a thing in my mind. Because you know how, like, human babies are supposed to, like, trigger that reaction of, like, oh cute. Yeah. I don't get that. I get it with monkeys. <laughs> True, they are pretty precious. They got yeah. cute little faces. Yeah, I see a baby monkey, and I just, I just dumb brain. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I must look at this monkey. <laughs> what's, what's that one, that one picture of the monkey? It's like asleep. Then it sees like a, like a banana, like a nut or something. Then it's like the yeah, monkey like, eye. Yeah, then it's like the monkey brain activate or something like that. <laughs> you know what? You know, neuron activated. Like, yeah, yeah, like, neurons activate or something like that. Beautiful. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't. Also, like referring to like going like ape mode is a fucking hilarious to me and always will be funny. Ape mode? Yeah, just be like, fuck, twenty twenty one, we go in ape mode. Like it just feels. <laughs> I've never heard that expression but, before. But, what but, do they mean by this? It put my wisdom teeth back in. I'm going ape mode. <laughs> I was 
of my wisdom. What? <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 did did you who said who said that originally? Put my wisdom teeth back in. Was that me? Grabbed it as a yeah. You said uh these uh these uh caveman riffs are so ignorant. It makes me want to put my my wisdom teeth back in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, did did did, 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 you, did you already introduce the guest and everything while I was gone? Yeah, they they helped that we uh we did a séance to bring you back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wish I was still dead. Well, I could I could die again from eating these. You could die again from eating those, <laughs> even them being in your room. Oh <laughs> fuck! Oh, yeah, yeah. damn. Good point. Okay, I'm gonna toss these. I was gonna so, make a nice so tea out of, of them. Speaking of sick caveman rips, riff rips, rip riffs. Unless you, unless you do oh, smoke yeah. weed, which you know probably you don't want to admit because you live in uh, Texas, which is you know basically, you know you can't even like breathe without someone like trying to like. <laughs> you can't even you can't even breathe you can't even like breathe clean air out there. They're like, yo, is there like gas in this? Are you are you breathing exhaust? <laughs> oh yeah, Houston definitely breathing exhaust. I've heard I've heard that it's like the that like car guys go out like go to move to Texas because the like the exhaust laws are way different than like California that it's like you could just like not give a shit about like what your car is like spitting out and it's totally fine. Yeah, there's some there's definitely like a weird like truck bro subculture that intentionally like increase their emissions and they call it rolling coal or whatever oh rolling yeah. Coal. yeah i remember that's, I, yeah. that's the most evil like fucking bullshit ever very it's, shameful but and but yeah like I, I i don't know it's 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 like truly like cringe the most what, like, like destructive yeah there we go yeah it's like what it's like what like a like a like the bully in like a shitty '90s movie would do. Yeah, exactly. It's like maniacal. Yeah, but, it's just but, stupid. But it, it is. It is like some like ni- '90s like villain shit. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that like half these people read Ayn Rand and they're like, "Yes, I'm gonna go spew emissions in my truck. I love freedom." It's also like a feedback loop of like you breathe the emissions, so you get dumber to think that breathing emissions is is good. Breathe it in, and then yeah, it's just a feedback loop of like, oh, I need more of this hit. Oh yeah, it's, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh god, See, the, the... that just looks like a skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this this is this is not. Oh my goodness. So wait, I, I was I thought I was being asked a question, but then we got on this subject. Oh. Yeah, I don't even remember. See, there's what... the, he's taking the hit right there. Yeah, he's speaking, <laughs> of, speaking, speaking of ignorant caveman riffs. Uh, Allie, what what uh, what's it like being a meme meme lord? Um, I don't know. It was pretty fun. Probably like past my prime at this point. I don't post a whole lot. I pretty much pass the torch on to like Jack, and I post occasionally on the I'm gay and listen to false grind page, but uh. It is very awesome that that page has been able to put me in contact with so many cool friggin' people because yeah. that's, that's the main thing is like just the amount of crazy awesome people that I've met over the last like three years running it. Cause like, and also it's like the, all the admins are super cool. Like there's like seven of us probably not more like 10, but like maybe like seven that are like really active and, it's just really cool. It's a it's a little family, you know. What's uh really What's your tag for that for that family. group? 
Oh God, what do I even use anymore? Uh, it got to a point where um, I don't really, I don't really like use a tag on the page. I just like throw whatever on there. It's like, yeah. but uh, I my my general internet tag is like internet telepath. Well, yeah. When did uh, when did when did our mutual friend Angie uh, start uh, start posting up? Oh man, that's that goes back like I want to say like. Probably like very early, like 2017 or maybe like early 2018, like because because there was like the first couple of people, um, Rosalind, uh, she made the page initially and then was like, hey, I made a page called I'm gay and listen to false grind and you people talk about grindcore and you're also gay. So <laughs> I added you all as admins and I'm like, OK, that's great. That's awesome. That's wonderful. So it got started with like five or six of us, maybe, maybe more like five. Yeah. Four or five. Um, and then, you know, we added a few people over time and Angie was like definitely a early uh, addition to the family there. But would Angie like send you, like, would you send them like, do you see like, Hey, make this. And then they would, or would they just like send stuff? It, it's mostly, it's mostly like, we just like come up with whatever of our own, like mind, whatever we're, whatever's going on and just throw it out. Like in yeah. the either just, it, it started very like free form, just like posting whatever on the page. And like, some yeah. of it, if we look, if we look back to like the earliest days, some of it might, might get pretty edgy, but um, yeah. But it, it got to a point where, like, after we had, like, a, a couple, like, maybe, like, a thousand followers or a couple thousand, we were, like, okay, you know, um, we kind of stand for, like, something in particular is, like, just the, the like, an egalitarian stance in the, like, grind community for, like, trans rights and, like, LGBT rights and, you know, anti-racism and stuff, and so... We, we like kind of came to an agreement that it's like, okay, if you want to post something, let's check it out in the group chat. But also yeah. like, if, if it's, if it's innocuous and inoffensive, then just go ahead and post it. But like, if you're like, Hey, this is like pushing it a little bit because it touches on like a iffy subject matter. That's when we would like really like start like think tanking it a bit. And like, we'll go to the group chat and be like, what do you think about this? And we'll be like, Oh, it's good. And then yeah. just like, or it's, or it's, or it's too much or, you know, like, cause it became like a little bit of a, I don't know, it, it really blew up like way more than we like expected. And it was like, I, I remember why it got so much traction in the first place was because I literally stole some anal cunt meme, like in like 2017, it was like some political compass anal cunt meme. It was pretty edgy. And I just like reposted it and I was like stolen meme. And then it like blew up and we got like a thousand followers off that one post. And I was just like, well, that's crazy because I never really wanted anything like that, like of about AC to like be uh, a big draw. But that was yeah. like, okay, go, go further left with it. Go more gay, go more like like i don't know just have have a a little bit of standards and hold yourself responsible and not just post random edgy crap and try not to post like overtly triggering stuff like drug abuse jokes and stuff yeah just, just try to try to keep it cool try to keep it fun was it a political like, compass of like oh uh, was it like a yeah, political it was like, it was like was there songs, songs in each corner yeah <laughs> like uh 
Like, I, I'm not even gonna describe. You, you don't need to repeat it. I guarantee you, it's yeah. it's all bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, but yeah, we do we do definitely like collaborate on. If I like come up with something and I'm like at work, I'll be like, guys, we need to make a meme about this band with this thing, and then you know we like so we just like you know again think tank it. It will have someone who is available like make it. Sometimes there's like layers to it. It's it's definitely a, a team effort at times. Sometimes it's just like stream of consciousness from one person into the, the you know, network. But other times it's a very big team effort. I've learned, I've learned that Angie uh, very much likes using um, Doom ripoffs. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah, no, a, a good couple. Kind of a little too much sometimes. I love it. Uh, every once cool in a while, I'm, I'm like, what are they going to do this time? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dope. I love it. I, Nothing better than bootleg punk shit. Does, uh, does, does Angie meme, meme on uh, everyone in the in the group, like how they do with, uh, I would say us as in Fern and I, but mainly just me. Like every... <laughs> Like it's like every month I would wake up and there'd be like Angie would like write some like backstory about like <laughs> my life and then like po- like one of them was uh I had like shaved my head for uh uh when I was when I was trying to raise money to pay off school <laughs> and then it was like uh for for a dollar a month you could support this man he is 19 he works 24 hours a day and he runs a record label please help him <laughs> yeah. yeah um I don't know. We we all are kind of like I don't know. We don't really make fun of each other too much. We we usually <laughs> just kind of talk shit about pop culture and various other things. A uh, side note: How good are they at skating? Oh man, Angie is a very good skater. The um the few times I've skated with them, it, it like really blew my mind. Like how good they were. Like they're like, oh yeah, I haven't been skating like at all, and then like go do some crazy shit. Like, I, I I've had a great time skating with them because uh, I don't get an opportunity to skate with like too many other uh, girls who are like really like high skill level, but they are like um, I skated with them like a couple months ago and they did like a fifty fifty kickflip out on an up ledge and I was just like, damn, that was crazy. They're they're very good. I know that years ago they had the chance to go pro i think they 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 ankle leg one of the one of the kind of classic like skateboarder injuries that kind of ruins your career i think happened yeah and that's, yeah. that'll do it but i think um, i think if that even even now like they're they're a very good skateboarder and like when i think about like where I want to go and like stuff I want to do in skateboarding, like make videos, I would, I would kill for more Angie footage because they rip, they have great style too. I, I, so we were, we were planning no time for fun six. I was doing the Tony Hawk rip off and I was like, I need, I need a skateboarder. And I was like, wait, I know a skateboarder that <laughs> hit up Angie. And I was like, yo, get, let me get a sick pick. They sent me one of them when like, when they were like, 13 i think and they're like busting like a like a 12 stair yeah like like, a, it's like, it's like a crook on a handrail 
Yeah, it looks so fucking sick. Yeah, I saw that uh, album cover. It's so dope. No, Super gnarly. I, I mean, it's funny as like we've toured with Angie and we've never seen them skate except more than maybe just like pushing. So it's it's good to know that uh, 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 she still got it. They low key rip. Um, what um um speaking of skateboarding, so that's something you're incredibly passionate about. Yes, absolutely. I, it would it probably like your number one. Just like is that like is it like wake up skate whatever other bullshit I have to do, but like I gotta skate. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the idea. Like, I always try to, like, skate a little bit every day, even if it is just, like, pushing around a bit, because it it is really that one thing that seems to give real meaning to my time, especially, yeah. like, now that, like, live music is kind of, like, dead for however long until we do another seance, and it's really hard to do seances. The one we did earlier yeah. took a lot out of me. Um, but, but yeah, it's like skateboarding is definitely something that, um, to me is like my number one thing. Cause I, I started when I was like 10 and I'm 23 now and it's been a really long journey, especially because I didn't come from like any kind of place where skateboarding was really like curated or like supported at all. Cause I'm from Huntsville, uh, Texas, which if you don't know Huntsville, Texas, that's the place um, where most of the executions in America are done. Like downtown is where death row is. And it's a, there's like six prisons in the city. There was never any skate park. There was never a skate shop either. There's still not a skate shop. And it was just, um, I don't know. It was a very strange experience growing up there because it was like, I started skating cause I was in Dallas one day and I saw some dude on the sidewalk do a kickflip. And I was like, okay, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to learn how to kickflip. And so I went and got like a cheap board from wherever and then like started learning skating. And then, you know, it goes from there. But it was a very strange journey because Huntsville is like a very oppressive environment, especially yeah. when it's like, but I, and I also lived way out in the woods. So it was mostly just like me and like a small patch of concrete and my board most every day after school which also I went to a Christian private school for the first uh, 10 years of my schooling. So that was very isolating in its own way. So skateboarding yeah. was like a lifeline to uh, just the, the freedom from like obligations and like the control of your time by other things. It's like something I could get outdoors and do and like focus myself and, you know, just practice something that's meaningful to me and, it's it's really been crazy because I also moved to Houston and then when I moved to Houston I didn't have anybody to skate with for a while and uh I just kind of fell out of it for about a year I didn't really skate at all and I had been like on a long slow decline for a while I was like oh I'll never be better than I was at skating when I was like 16 you know yeah. and then and then like you know all of a sudden last year I met someone else who skated and it got me back into skating. And then after the two of us were skating, it became so that like every single one of our friends wanted to skate and they, everybody got boards and now everybody skates and it's like, Whoa, okay. It's amazing. It like had a, it had a huge cultural resurgence last year in light of COVID because of like, everybody's like, okay, we can't go out clubbing. We can't go out doing all this shit. And I'm really bored. And, 
I need to get outside where it's like not so close to other people. Can't really be close to people when you're skating. And then, you know, just like also maybe the stimulus checks, people were like, okay, I got money. Let me get a skateboard. Yeah. So it's really had a huge resurgence and it's really great, especially because like LGBT people are starting to be more represented in it. When, um, what, what would, do you think that with like, uh, cause skateboarding is something that I have very like little understanding of. I appreciate the shit out of it. It's something that I've never, like, I've never fully, like, invested myself in skate culture, mainly because I'm too afraid to actually try skateboarding. What, have you seen, like, a, um, a kind of general shift as someone who's, not only have you, you know, spent the last, you said you're 23 now, so 13 years plus skating. Yeah. You also kind of grew up with, like, the internet taking over like how skate culture like has evolved yes, like, how, yeah. what, what what is like kind of the uh evolution of skating that you've seen like personally it's it's gotten a lot more like open uh, because of the internet like yeah. you know back back when i started skating the way you would watch skateboarding was very like narrow through the lens of like companies you know like yeah. you could you like nothing like you know it was a good era for like skate movies you know like a lot of like skate videos you know but it was it was this sort of like you go to a shop if you want to watch skateboarding you pick up a skate dvd and you watch it and you see all these really really good people jumping down like 20 stairs or whatever you know and that was just like the the, the standard for skating and i mean it still is but also when social media became more prominent it was like everybody could share their clips and it it really opened it up to like a lot of different types of people and like different skill levels and that's that's been amazing because you know if it, it, it's it's very discouraging in a way to just see people do the most gnarly shit all the time you want to see people who are like you know closer to your skill level when you're a beginner so you can have like a point of reference yeah and but uh it's it's gotten a lot more open-ended in that way because now everyone can just post their clips up on instagram or whatever and you can yeah. go like follow whichever kind of people you want to see you don't just have to be like through this like narrow establishment lens which is like strangely in skateboarding because skateboarding to me is a very gender neutral thing and i think it's coming to be seen as that more but because it's so like visceral, I think that it got it gets marketed in the same way that like most visceral things do is that they think, oh, it pumps your adrenaline. Well, that means it's masculine. And so yeah. a lot of the advertising industry and like the predisposition towards like male pro skateboarders, it just kind of made this really like long kind of stagnant time where it was very hard to for women to see themselves represented in skateboarding yeah. but that's opened up a lot in the past couple of years there's a lot there's more women in skateboarding now than ever and at like all different levels and it's really cool because i think the it's like you know skateboarding is like a very community oriented thing like no one wants to be the you know, person who like has no homies and skates the park with their earbuds in and doesn't pay any attention. Like yeah. if you, you, it, it really does, since you go, usually go somewhere and share a space, it sort of develops a sense of community. 
And yeah. I think the online aspect has kind of helped people who are marginalized in skateboarding realize that skateboarding is can is like a lot more broad than just what the surface level of like masculinity kind of makes it appear to be. So it's it's really opened up in the last few years. I've met more like women skateboarders and LGBT skateboarders than ever before. It, I, it's crazy because like, you know, like three years ago or something, I, I like was totally saying, I was like, God damn it. Why aren't there more trans people in skateboarding? Like I've been skateboarding my whole life. I'm trans, yeah. like I'm not bad at it. I'm just from nowhere. So nobody seemed to care, <laughs> but, but now it's like, okay, you know, I'm in Houston now. I can skate with people. I've actually been meeting a community of people. I've actually met like other LGBT people skating at the DIY where I skate. And it's just like amazing, you know, it's, yeah. it's opened up a lot and it still has the same, you know, um, you know, heavy vibes that skateboarding always has. It hasn't been dumbed down at all. It's just yeah. become it's like elitism is super boring and inclusivity is like really cool because elitism just promotes, you know, a homogenous, same old, same old, very repetitive. But when you're inclusive, it really creates an environment where creativity and individuality can thrive. It's pretty cool. Skateboarding's gotten a lot more open. It has its own problems. It'll always yeah. have problems, but it's it's gotten a lot more open, I think. Do do you think that skateboarding is uh more open than say like other communities? Like like say for like grindcore example, for example, like yeah, let's go compared um, to music. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good point of reference like the punk or like the grindcore scene um they're both like kind of very masculinely charged just just because we live in a patriarchy so it's like yeah. that is always kind of the uh, initial character of everything because it just sprang from it but the the grind scene uh i also have seen be like shockingly inclusive towards me like as a trans person but uh skate skateboarding and grind they're both things that are very identified with the outcast and so yeah. most most people want to be again inclusive because if you're just an elitist or you're a bigot then it just it absolutely kills what you love you know like yeah. it, it's definitely both of them have had to like grow a lot and it's it's only by the um virtue of trans people lgbt people women including themselves in these scenes that they can continue to get better because yeah. if we don't like actually work and be active in the scenes then it'll just kind of be the same running its wheels and any um any talk of inclusivity would end up just kind of being performative as you know the people who are supposed to be involved are not there so it needs yeah. to ma be made sure that these scenes are like safe for people and yeah. the grind scene has a lot of problems with that as far as like i don't know i don't you know we we a lot of problems with like boundary issues and like you know abuse of power and clout yeah. like that's a that's an omnipresent thing in any music scene not just grindcore is just that predatory people come to it and they you know take advantage of things 
and I'm sure that that exists in skateboarding a lot as well, but I think the like less closed off nature of it as far as like it being in public spaces and stuff has kind of helped it be a little more tame as far as like I don't know people will still abuse their power but it's more it's more in a a community like open air thing so you have less elements of patriarchal violence there yeah but uh as far as inclusivity and like just people who are not white men being able to express themselves it's hard to really say if one's better than the other they're both you know hmm how how do i put it because it's like they have their restraints but people are constantly like expanding the boundaries of what is acceptable in these scenes and it's it's really gotten a lot a lot better but at the same time right now i feel much more inspired by the skateboarding scene than the grind scene just because yeah. like it's 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 very hard to really like judge how we should be dealing with covid but it's been a bit discouraging seeing a lot of bands continue to throw shows in spite of everything going on which is yeah that, that, that's very that that very much has kind of weighed heavily on my heart like I'm it's assuming just like... <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't go see MDFL when they came through town. Oh god, no. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't pay me. Oh I mean, my god. Might, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, you couldn't pay me to do that. We uh we were poised to put out a split between uh Dope Mess and Active Shooter. And yeah. uh I I was on Active Shooter's Instagram and they uh, uh fucking that one band Tony Montana posted that they uh Active Shooter was like playing. I was like, "Oh, maybe Maybe that was an old show. And then I looked and I was like, oh, that was last night. And then I saw the rest of the bill and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, called, I, I called Dope Mess and I was like, hey, I got to back out. They're like, what happened? And I was like, no, active shooter on some fuck shit. And then they're like, yeah, we got to back out, too. And I was like, oh, thank God you guys are good. Well, I got I got their tape on my desk right here. That's God. pretty funny. Um, God, what a, what I, a I, dumb I move. Just, yeah, I mean, it's like, but but here's the kind of bummer part is that like that they're not like the only band. Like, and it's oh, like yeah. I'm, I'm I mean I'm I'm in Houston and I've seen like a great deal of the local bands here just continue on business as usual. There's only a few that have actually been like okay no shows like like you know there it's a good it's like a good like half of the bands are like all right no shows but there's so many of them that have just continued on playing shows like business as usual and i can't really be like some puritanical moralist and just like be like yeah every you know shame on them but i i it is disappointing yeah it, was there like ever like a lull like maybe at the beginning and then or were these bands like uh cool april 1st we're playing a show oh no first it, wasn't 2019? Even, it wasn't even april 1st it was probably more like march or whatever you know like as soon as there was a lockdown there was like a, a like some outdoor diy generator show like literally as soon as it happened they were like well fuck the lockdown and through a show you know okay. and it's like yeah 
folk punk ska shows continued all of last year like i, I, I was can't, a, yeah <laughs> i was I'm, i was about to be offended for a second because fern and i are both in folk punk ska bands and then i was like wait a minute i fucking hate both genres <laughs> Welcome, dude that's so it must dumb. be hard for you <laughs> no it's so it's so uh it's it's disheartening especially when it's like i i think for this is i don't know i think we've talked about covid chills with every guest from not california at this point uh, but it's so just disheartening yeah it's just like and especially when it's like y- y'all, you all talk about community and caring about each other and it's like i, I guess not when it's you know this isn't you know some like looming threat or some sort of like you know this is real like this is right yeah. in front of us and you're still just like yeah, what else it's yeah it's Running and I, I, circles i always feel that like houston i consider orange county like mini texas <laughs> kind of politically um it's, it's like pretty right of, oh it's incredibly right here and it's mm-hmm. uh I, to me it's always the it's the Texans who it's the people who want to be like, you know, they want that like Texan like outlaw, like, you know, fuck, fuck big government. But, but they're you actually know, like suburbanites. Yeah, and don't want to live on uh, in the snow. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to freeze. Yeah, totally. But uh yeah, it's uh, I, I I like I my my sister lives in Waco and she like describes like you know, kind of the, the vibe of the communities that she's seen in Texas. And I'm like, yeah, that just sounds like Orange County. Yeah, I love I love Houston. Um, it's a pretty cool place. There's some really awesome people here. You know, everywhere yeah. you go, you have to carve out your own community. But yeah. there's a lot of cool people in Texas. It's I think it's 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 very hard for me to like. I I I I hate. I'm not. I don't have any sort of like patriotism or like nationalistic pride towards texas but texas and the rest of the south get so much hate and it's just like super irritating because that's some like bullshit because the people who live in the south are as diverse as anywhere else in the state or the country excuse me but especially like you know being like an lgbt person or like a person of color in the south you get glossed over so much because people are like yeah. oh yeah texas texas people are ted cruz and it's just like god damn it yeah. like you you know you're forgetting like the whole the whole resistance to that yeah you know it's it's it's, it's you know it's easy for a, a northerners to kind of dis- disown an entire you know they only ever really see the, the the shitty parts of you know what's coming up from that part of the country and they don't realize that yeah there's many people down there who don't put up with that and and you know yeah who's on the, you know, the people who are on the receiving end and it's that's how we feel in in orange county where it's just like there's a lot of terrible fucking people in orange county but there's also a lot of really really amazing people here actually trying to like make orange county not a giant republican shithole all the time it's like oh, yeah. it's you know it's not it's not just you know you know not the uh, liberal wonderland of like portland or whatever you know it's it's and even then you know there's always shitty people in every city you go to and the thing about portland is that while it while it's like poised as this liberal wonderland it has that underlying has that insane problem with white nationalists yeah. cuz probably like, 
the worst in the state in the worst yeah one of the worst in the one of the, yeah there's they're infested it's like got this like really like really rooted in white nationalism up there like and 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 it's become known for you know being sort of like a quote-unquote liberal bastion or whatever just because so yeah. many people resist that shit there it's like the meme of uh it's like a it's like a shark and he's doing stand-up he's like he's like he's like everyone's like austin portland berkeley you want to know a weird city go to cincinnati that place is fucking weird <laughs> yeah it's, it's I don't know. Yeah, that's a big marketing scheme too. Austin's not that weird. It's it's overpriced and Isn't gentrified and kind of so like dippy dippy. I don't know. Heard it's like all the it's all the people who are like L.A. sucks. We're moving to Austin. Yeah, it's also become like more and more like a like Texan Silicon Valley atmosphere, yeah. which is pretty lame. Um, now to get back to skateboarding, uh, what what are your opinions of this guy? Who's this guy? Let me see. Oh God, that guy. Um, listen, now he's now. uh, you know, much discussion has been made about uh this guy, but uh, you know, you can get behind me because I'm not a Scientologist. <laughs> like, you gotta be. Now hold on, you got to be careful that you know we might we might you know set off Xenu or whatever they believe in. <laughs> they're gonna they come and get down. us. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna they're gonna black uh black black trash bag over our faces and and take us away to to uh, reeducation camps. Yeah, this this guy, I don't know. I I I've watched so much Braille content because that shit. Like I don't know. They they've done a really good job of making some trick tips. But when I found out he was a Scientologist, like I saw the Scientology commercial with him. Have y'all seen that? <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm in the same way. I, I, you know, I found Braille and me being interested in skateboarding stuff. I was like, oh, this is great content. And it was like, you know, it was, it was always, he was so focused on skateboarding and I want people to skate. And I was like, this is really noble. <laughs> and like, and then I found out. Like it was, uh, I got an ad on Facebook for uh, the the like he did because there's a commercial he did for Scientology, and then there's like a whole ass documentary on him. Oh yeah, he and I'm pretty sure he like gave speech at a Scientologist. Like yeah, he's he's active as fuck. Yeah, Steve, did you know Steve Bear is a Scientologist too? Isn't that right? I, apparently, skateboarding. Like I, I was reading because I was like, uh, uh, basically, like when I started watching Braille, I was like, I was like. This is too, just too nice. What's going on? Is one of them a murderer? Yeah, cult, <laughs> cult vibes. I was like, this is like too. I was like, what's going on? Is like, I was reading somewhere that this was just like an off like Reddit comment or something or whatever form I was looking at. But apparently, like Scientology is like kind of big in skateboarding. Yeah, I mean, if you got, apparently, if you got this guy and you got like Steve Barra, that's two big names. Who else? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of others. There's it's dozens like, of us. Wasn't Jason Lee yes. a Scientologist? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. What a guy. Um, Fern, if you don't know, that's Aaron Cairo. He's a he's a yeah, professional yeah. skateboarder. He does the Braille YouTube channel, and yeah, we uh, I remember I texted. Angie was like talking shit on Aaron Cairo. <laughs> then I like 
and then I like messaged them. I was like, you know, you know, he's a fucking Scientologist. They're like, shut up. And then I sent the I sent the uh, uh, documentary. Andrew was just like, <laughs> it's like I think Elamado'd. <laughs> yeah, like it's so absurd, but it's real. I'm I'm going to uh I'm going to act, but you know they're false prophets. I'm going to uh set the standard for sub geniuses in skateboarding. But uh, what uh, are you gonna start a cult? Oh, the cult's already alive. Do you, uh, um, what do you have you ever what heard you... of the Church of the Sub Genius? No, but have you heard about the Time Cube? Are we gonna have to trade? Okay, uh... I've heard about the Time Cube. Yeah, Damn. the Time Cube got us beat. Got us beat. Uh, what is the subgenius? It is a. Um, let me just send you a uh, short advertisement that might help clarify. Burn. Write this down. <laughs> write this down. Okay. Here we go. This this rabbit hole goes deep. There's hours and hours of content you can watch. Um. Is okay. Is this a thing or is this like an actual? Is this like a is this like a bunch of art students doing something silly, or is this a legitimate thing? Wouldn't a bunch of art students doing something silly be a legitimate thing? What is a thing? What is legitimate? Is this, is this an actual an actual religion? Listen, it yes. looks like it. It all it makes sense. Like... If you follow it to its logical conclusion, it all makes sense. Now. Hear me out. You know that time is cubic? Yes. <laughs> Damn it, you're already in? Okay. <laughs> so they... So... Basically, basically... Okay, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm a bit... Doing a bit of an act, but basically it's a big, very Dadaistic, like, culture jam of various shit. And the basic concept is that there is a conspiracy designed to take away your slack, like your freedom to slack off. And J.R. Bob Dobbs, the greatest salesman of all time, uh, was in contact with the real God, Jehovah One, who revealed many secrets that the conspiracy does not want you to know about how to have slack and how to end the world properly. But it's a very big, like, Dadaistic, like, quote-unquote, self-described mind-control cult from Dallas. It's, it's great. <laughs> it sounds right up my alley. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. I can, I, can, I, can, I can shower you with content. Like, I, I love, like, postmodernist shit like that. It's... Yeah, it's, it's very, a lot better. It's really great. It also has, like, a, I don't know. The, to me, the message seems pretty left. It's like, yeah, you produce all the value. Also, you should have your own free time, but they're trying to take it away from you. Also, again, this thing goes so deep. Like, there's like an hour and a half long introduction video that explains many of the concepts. But basically, it also says once you've gotten your entertainment value out of this, and once you've stimulated your critical thinking department with all the content, just throw it away like you would throw away any other random piece of pop culture entertainment and realize that it's only one small like fragment of all that is you can't really like invest yourself entirely in some joke 
or in some religion because it's all just one great or one part of a whole. It's very interesting. I mean, that now that is a lot more um, interesting and not nearly as damning as uh, what was the thing in Waco? The like death cult or like oh, the yeah. oh um the the fucking Branch Davidians yeah I wrote I wrote an essay about um David Koresh when I was in like the sixth grade in Christian private school if you can believe that um apparently I can believe that but apparently there's also a Branch Davidian Memorial Park whoa I gotta look that up it's on TripAdvisor. It's, it's surprisingly it's number 18 of 58 things to do in waco nice so that's, that's amazing pr- that's pretty high up oh yeah it's got a it's got a memorial oh my god it's on TripAdvisor. um damn this is like where this is where all the like punk bands are gonna go huh <laughs> number one number one thing to do is go look at a house that was on fixer upper hell so, yeah it's, uh, uh, that even the Dr. Pepper Museum's not even up there. Okay, it's a number seven. All right, that's not <laughs> the Dr. Pepper Museum. That's that's where I want to be. I've been there. I've been there once, and um, it's exactly what you think it is. You've been to Texas. I've been to Texas. I think twice. My half of my family lives there. Oh, that's cool. Um. Uh, oh yeah, I I remember telling you um the other. Uh, like actually a couple months ago i was like yo my uh co-worker was wearing a corrupt vision at, at work today <laughs> that was kind of wild just it... seeing one out there in the wild <laughs> they're real <laughs> yeah you know people actually <laughs> buy like, it wow was the was it the uh was it the cop car shirt yes it was okay then, uh, that was the uh okay yeah that was the uh, punk with the camera run. I think we're gonna we're gonna rerun those shirts. Uh, I think that'll be the first. And oh my god! When shirts come back, not when shirts come back. When shows come back, that'll be the that'll be the welcome back shirt. We're gonna sell them. At Look shows. at that! Look at the oh. Branch Davidian Memorial. That makes sense when you think about that, it. That's pretty rough. Oh. E. Um, speaking of the Branch Davidians, did did y'all see the new Justice League trailer? No. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, the Joker at the very end says, "We live in a society." Yo, he said it. <laughs> yeah, it's oh finally it's finally canon. Oh my god, this is so this is groundbreaking. Yeah, it's not a bit. That's it is real. Like you know it's how fucking like, insane. Where we converge into like the Borderlands universe, where everything <laughs> becomes a huge meme, and it's, the writing gets significantly worse. Okay, so is that we're gonna talk about Borderlands now? So do you feel? So I've played one and two. One is like one of my favorite games ever. I played two once, and I never wanted to touch it again, and I haven't played a single one since. Hey, do you do you agree that like they started forcing the humor so fucking much that I was like, this is way too much? Yes, I agree. I like I liked the um, mechanics of the second game. Um, it was it was a fun game mechanically, but oh my god, the writing was so brutal. Like just the amount of like memes and stuff that has 
aged like milk like even just in like the like five years or whatever since that yeah. game came out you know like i forgot how six, dated seven. a lot of those memes were yeah even at the time it was like dated and then now i look back and it's like what the hell this is like a this is this is gross like what i mean that's that's the thing though about like i don't know like memes are so rapid fire in like the internet era it's just like it just is constantly going. So when yeah. you incorporate it into writing, it, it doesn't age well at all because it's in the like hyper stream of information already. Yeah. Unless you're doing like a like a like a, a current news story, I there's really no reason to like if you're doing something that's like daily or periodical, like there's really no reason to reference memes in whatever you're making. Because by the time it's out, it's already gonna be dead. Like how like like god damn it. P- Pickle Rick will never be funny, like <laughs> like in in like a a context of like separated from itself, you know. I, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a great uh, I'm gonna make a great statement right now. Claptrap is just an edgy minion. Yeah, he's he is the marketing uh, mechanism. He's yellow. One eye. Gonna, gonna be played one eye. He's gonna be played by Jack Black in the in the movie adaptation. What? Yeah. Oh my god, I hope they make him say banana. <laughs> I hope they make him say bazinga. They're going to make him say bazinga. What if they make him say both? <laughs> oh shit, what if he said like both one after the other? Uh, Valerie, what, what do you album? feel about ska cover albums? Ska cover albums? Yeah. Um, I can't say I've ever listened to one. All right, what what do you feel about metalcore cover albums? Oh man, like maybe like, what what was it like? Punk goes crunk or whatever. <laughs> uh, punk goes crunk is a masterpiece. Yeah, that that's great. Other than that, I think it's probably been perfected with punk goes crunk. Everyone else can move on to doing something else. <laughs> now, who... yo, did y'all see the the catatonic used bands of maker dance video? <laughs> no, are they still posting? Uh, they post occasionally. They're slow they, down a bit. I think they're. I think they're trying to. I think they're trying to kind of uh, save the gold because they've they've uh, they they shed out a lot the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah, they are a little more active on Instagram than Facebook these days. But uh, that that is like the the pinnacle of entertainment to me. Oh yeah, I love catatonic use. Uh, the most recent one that they uploaded was the tag someone you want to watch suck his dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. God, yes. I I it's so it's so cringe. Like that's looking back best, now, hardest like, lyrics of all time. Uh it's is I don't know. Deathcore and metalcore has. You think like. They will ever um, move past that. I don't know if if anything, we should move into it. We should make core <laughs> like down tempo cuck core. <laughs> it, it should be uh, absolutely brutal, but also have like R and B synth pads and shit. We should just go full full tilt with this. Yeah, because around when I was getting into like in two thousand six to two thousand seven, when I was a uh, a lot of my friends were getting into quote unquote brutal metal. Um, <laughs> there was it was a lot of it was either this style of music, like very like mall metalcore type sounds, or the brutal slam metal. Oh yeah. You, like um 
with like bands name like this gorger and stuff like that you know um so my question is what do you consider false grind okay false grind i think kind of takes a couple different meanings i think the most like so like the most true to like the original um like insect warfare like death to false grind classic probably like the locusts and white belt grind you know (laughs) like the the like sort of post-hardcore leading grindcore that was very popular in the 2000s and is making a huge resurgence right now yeah Um, that's false grind af um but yeah that's that's pretty much it (laughs) you know the 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 sassy white belt grind that's that's true false grind (laughs) and false false grind is like that whack shit that you don't want to be like being like a lame misogynist grindcore that's false false grind but true false grind is the white belt sassy gay stuff um i'm sorry i'm i i literally did not know anything about uh is this band called amiri yeah so um is this a cuck song? Why is it covered so much? Amir's <laughs> an awful, awful band. They're like horrifically awful. There's only four lines in this song. Is the song that short? Yeah. But do people cover it like like is it like the is it like the uh, um suffer of metalcore? <laughs> You've never listened to Amir? Oh, this song is no. like yeah, thirty-nine seconds long, I guess. Yeah, Emir Emir is yeah, Emir is one of the worst bands like <laughs> that has ever ever done like anything. Uh my part my partner Sarah definitely has made many jokes about this song and has gestured to covering it but like making it like I want you I want to watch you suck her dick like <laughs> <laughs> that that would be pretty based actually add, add it to add it to the cover pile yeah let's maybe we do need to do this like metalcore cover album <laughs> just hey, to me i've always thought that speaking of catatonic use that like your job as a band like your job whatever you do is to just not get clowned on by i'm i'm gay and listen to false grind catatonic <laughs> use or underground Abe meme exchange. As long as you can avoid getting clowned on by one of those three pages, you're in it. Like you're, like you're fine. That's the tips to big money. Yeah. Now, now you want to know. You want to know when a band is real cringe is if, if what do you know about ska punk is is dunking on you? Yeah. <laughs> That's so rough. We have something in common, Valerie. Uh, we both run, not run. I, we we both take backseat roles in meme pages. <laughs> I I am admin of what do you know about ska punk? Hell yeah! And um, yeah, I the, don't chess players of the group. I don't. Uh, yeah, I kind of just like I kind of just sit back there and kind of just watch the shitstorm that the main admin starts. Um, <laughs> but every once in a while, I'll see him share something from I'm gay and listen to false grind. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're trying to. That's that's the that's the scene unity we want. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think I think oh. it's really uh you know, we need that sass white belt false grind to ska punk uh solidarity. That'll that'll make a strong community. Because the other thing is um there's that one there's like that metal meme page 
I forgot what it's called. Oh, the really they... horrible one, Bad Meme Jimmy. Uh, no, like, it's like, like something like, metal. Uh, brutal memes for whatever. Maybe, but they, I saw it with the, but they'll equally dunk on like ska and grindcore. So it was funny just to be like, oh, you know what? A different one. Oh, fuck, I forgot what they're called. It was like something metal too, but they fucking like every day they have like a, like a, a anti ska post. And they're usually really funny, but I also just love the idea of like ska and grindcore coming together just to shit on like uh, shitty boomer metal. Yeah, that's pretty What's, great. It's that meme of a uh, 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 I never thought I'd be fighting against an enemy. Well, what if it's a friend? <laughs> yeah, we can uh, combat the boomers the together. Boomer metal. That being said, I don't like ska. <laughs> you know, there's a few good ska songs. I've I've i very uh, recently in my life how good some ska is. Um, but also there's a lot of ska that I, I, I can't get into at all. Yeah. So most, most ska is, uh, absurdly awful. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've, I, I quite enjoy the specials, but I think that's a given. Yeah. Now there's, um, there's this band that basically, they literally will not be active white on what you know about ska belt, white, belt. white belt. There we go. White it's belt, in my cart. It's in my cart. Um, there's there's one ska Black. band that as I, I will come out of the woodwork to fucking make fun of, and it's this band called Stack Like Pancakes. Now, <laughs> Stack Like Pancakes has Stack nothing re- has nothing redeemable about them. Tell me more. Okay, so they basically um, uh, the lead singer, huge egomaniac. First of all, they stopped they stopped calling themselves ska and they started calling themselves brass rock as to be <laughs> more um sellable you know more more uh open to uh uh you know we're not ska we're a rock band haha <laughs> uh, they had a GoFundMe. every great band that doesn't just want to save their money but you know and produce an album but then they had a stretch goal of like if we get half a million dollars we're gonna get a tour bus oh my god that's and it was it, it was just like it was like you Barely get on support tours as like bottom bill to do like a local run with like real big fish like once a year. You do like three shows with real big fish like in your. I think they're from like maybe Ray wrong, but I think they're from like Ohio or you know somewhere where it's like you know not to not to put down bands over there, but it's like you know there's not many other bands. Yeah, you know could tour support and they'll do like a run of like five 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 or six days in their area opening and it's like they, they just like inflated their egos and it got to the point where like the main guy was like so shitty to work with that his entire band quit on him oh my god yeah i'm looking he at went it right and got now. he went and got new members and then he fucking posted uh posted some shit that was like a giant like you know when it's like someone like doesn't really know how to like explain themselves so they just do like a giant like long ass wordy like facebook post about like their thought process and all that it's like an apology, but not an apology. It's kind of just like, here's my explanation of why I'm shitty. He did that, and then someone like immediately did the thing where they just shove like emojis into it. Every like oh, fifth yeah. word. Is- <laughs> and that became a copy pasta in the fucking ska scene. Like anytime anyone would bring up uh, um, stack like pancakes, it would they would just post that. Like piss poor response about why his band quit him quit on him. 
Um, I'm looking at the Twitter by Stack Black Pancakes right now. Their entire bio is buy a shirt. <laughs> B-I-T? Buy. Buy a shirt. Oh, buy. Purchase a shirt from... Have a... I'm um, good. Also, they also have a terrible, terrible song about Donald Trump that is literally the epitome of a orange man bad. Uh, <laughs> it's just called forty. It's just called forty five. Yeah, uh, that's their entire Twitter right now. It's nothing but. This is uh, a every... lot about Trump's America. Bottom text. And, um... <laughs> yeah, there we just... live in a society. Yeah, Joker said it the best. He actually said it the best this time. Uh, Stack like pancakes uh, raises a hundred thousand dollars for new album. Keep in, keep in mind, they're trying to like also they're also trying to run like the fine line of like, um, for this independent DIY band, and then it's like oh, we're gonna extort money from our fans, aka we're gonna probably either take money from our our families to uh, fund a stupid fucking album no one likes. It's <laughs> I have not listened to it, but I refuse to listen to it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to know what I think is good music, like really good music. The Locust? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't even listen to Grindcore. I only listen to Steely Dan. So, yeah, okay, I've been meaning to ask, what what is going on with the Steely Dan memes? Is that something you're trying to start? Have you always been a Steely Dan fan? Is this like... Um, Steely Dan, uh, you know, I, I, I got into them when I was pretty young, but uh, recently I've realized that they're the heaviest, most punk rock band that has ever existed, and that Grindcore just can't keep up with the level of songwriting that is exhibited by um, Steely Dan. What's so, uh, what's what's like the Steely Dan song? I'm gonna put it on so I can uh, get a kind of a. What is the Steely Dan song? Oh man, there's so many good uh, ones. But... Money for nothing is a really good one. That's fucking dire straight. Don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna listen to it and be like, "Hey, damn, this is actually okay. this is actually pretty good." No, no, you gotta understand that Steely Dan is amazing. Hold up, the the best Steely Dan song like you could probably listen to right out the bat. Damn, it, to, there's so many. Oh, what there's I, there's so many good ones. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> ah, I'm, um, I'm more of a credence guy, but. <laughs> Let's listen. Just, just, just listen to this shit. Just listen to this shit. Unfortunately, I can't. But well, I know you can. <laughs> just, just enjoy this, and we can continue discussing whatever. But know that Steely Dan is the truth. <laughs> okay, so I the name sounds country, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess it's not country. What Steely Dan? No. Yeah. The it's it's more like uh like uh sort of piano rock got a lot of jazz influences horns this seems like um i used to work at a at a lake they had a summer concert series to me this seems like uh this seems like seems like the music that would be yeah this would be the music that would be playing uh while i'm uh while i'm trying to like uh keep a bunch of drunk boaters from crashing into each other <laughs> That's a, that's that's a perfect like example. Yeah, Steely Dan often gets called yacht rock, but the interesting thing is the lyrics are usually a bit more subversive. Can often talk about things like the struggle of immigrant labor, various things like that, and just 
I don't know, has a has a punk attitude if you ask me. But the but a bunch of a bunch of rich drunk people on boats crashing into each other sounds like a a perfect thing to be scored by Steely Dan. That's like the yeah. essence of like the overindulgence. There you go. It's like um, it's like how Bruce Springsteen's "Born in the USA" is like a incredibly, incredibly anti-war song, and then it keeps fucking like, presidents and shit use it, and it's like yeah. I don't think you get the point. All right, let's uh, let's do uh, is that so or anything the last you wanna... topic of discussion. Uh, you tell me, you oh, you ask. We, oh, you, you know, know what it is. You know what yeah. it is. All right. So, so Fern, Fern, and I, you know, we 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 have the ability to be able to tour through uh, kind of northern northern uh you know the northwest and and we like going out to the woods you know when we're driving through maybe stop taking the in the sounds and the lights and, and whatnot but um we're really out there uh, touring for us is just a guise to look for bigfoot oh yeah so, yeah for so our question is uh do you do you believe in our lord and savior bigfoot uh yes bigfoot is definitely real um if you look into the church of the subgenius they can explain uh, very accurately why Bigfoot is real and that the subgenius are also descendants from Tibetan yetis. So you should definitely look into it if you are interested in searching for Bigfoot or maybe your own lost heritage. Oh. Now, now, is there any um, any crypt- cryptics near, near you in Texas that are particularly... Uh, is there anything you... Like any local thing for you. Let me think about Texas. You're from Houston, right? Yeah. Uh, I found found something for you. Okay, let's see. The Houston Batman. Whoa, that sounds awesome. That fucking like thumbnail is amazing too. Looks so eerie. Um, Yeah, the Houston Batman. That sounds badass. Five cryptids of the... I'm looking at another one. Five cryptids of the Texas Hill Country lurking in your neck of the... <laughs> then there's an, an advertisement that says, 2A wants you to stay equipped. Shopguns.com. Guns.com. Hell yeah, just in case. There's a... there's a Bear King of Marble Falls. Um, let's see. Another 2A advertisement. The Donkey Lady of San Antonio. Oh, there's a goat man. Oh, I love goat man. <laughs> Lucky lady, Batman, goat, goat man. You think they're all like? Do y'all just like hang out? That is horrific. I hate that picture. Whoa, spooky! This looks like some some black metal dude. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> average black metal <laughs> listener. <laughs> the number is literally just sixes. You telling me this? Um, it looks so, like yeah, this this Batman fellow seems real um there's definitely some strange ones out here i think uh a man with a hat is a fairly common one strange man with a hat <laughs> cannot be determined as anything other than a man with a hat not not any defining features other than just being a, a man with a hat for, for um, what was the uh what was the 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 article the fake article you is like a tall man mistaken for bigfoot oh my god i don't re- <laughs> I, I don't remember that i, I if, okay, so I can I can talk about. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, so another um, spooky detail of Huntsville is there is a place called Demon Road, and it has a uh, old ass um, graveyard on it. Just you look up Huntsville, Texas Demon Road. I'm gonna try and find something interesting. 
Demon uh, Road. The least favorite Mario Kart track. <laughs> Demon's Road, a paranormal stretch of hell full of natural, uh, full of nasty critters, says this article here. That's what it was. Goatman's um, Bridge. That's what it is. I've uh, I've gone out to this place uh, a few times. Um, nothing crazy happened to me, but uh, it definitely has eerie energy because everybody talks about it being a scary place. <laughs> uh, so whenever you go out there, it's very charged. You can feel people's anxiety yeah. around it. Would you? Would you? Would you go ghost hunting? Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm not. fucking terrified of that. I can't do that. We we live in a, we live in a world positively haunted by ghosts. I do believe that. It's like, and and when I what I mean by ghosts is like anything that can act without being present is a ghost. And scaring Fern right now. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Um, is afraid of uh, two things. Gnomes. Divorce. Yeah. <laughs> that is 100% true. What was the first one again? I missed it. Gnomes. 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 Oh, yeah. Terrifying. You must hate Half-Life 2. Oh, I fuck. Oh, I fucking love the game, but I refuse to play it. <laughs> Not the gnome. Yeah, I'm fucking terrified so if, of gnomes. If that divorce song... Was played by a, by a small man. By a gnome, a I'd be, I'd be fucking screaming. <laughs> I'd be in pain. I mean, you know, the the backdrops in the video, um, kind of obfuscate the scale of the man in the foreground. So I think it's also possible <laughs> that the man playing the guitar could be about two feet tall. And maybe he isn't wearing his hat, so I think he could be like a covert gnome. <laughs> Please stop talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That is, that is horrific. I just, oh, I just hate things like, okay, let's say there's like a wall or like a door or something, and then just something kind of just like peeks out. That's, I, I'm, that's horrific. That is horrifying to me. Oh, I have a I have a very scary picture. And it This is gonna blow your mind. <laughs> Just as long as it doesn't blow my ass, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, yeah, I guess. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I love I love him. Alright, uh explain. I, I guy to board with a knife. <laughs> Guy I, I hope is a Marxist theorist. He's French, so that makes it extra scary. Ah, wee wee. Tyler, you want to shout out? Shout out what you're involved in. Where can people find uh, you skating, memeing, grinding? Shout out, um, all of the false grind fam: Rose, Angie, Sarah. Oh my God, Jack, Rohan. And anyone I may have forgotten, um, shout out my girlfriends, Cora. You can listen to her music, Haunted Pixel, on Bandcamp. That shit whips, kind of cyber grind, very false, very cool. Um, <laughs> very but, false, I like that. <laughs> so my Instagram is internet.telepath. Post all my skate clips there. And 
yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. When uh um, do you have any any plans for post COVID? Uh, I know skate touring is like a thing where you just you you tour, but you just go to skate spot spots around the world. I would I would love to travel in regards to skateboarding, but as it stands, I am very poor. Uh, and I have very little support from anybody outside of my and friends who help me out and give me a house because I'm a I'm a couch surfer pretty much. I was uh were you was it a skate brand team? Is that what you were working on? E, that was kind of a pipe dream. The hey. the whole the whole organization of that fell through in the in the midst but you know i I do intend to keep skateboarding and see where it goes and uh as far as what i'm i have been working on i wrote pretty much i guess you could call it like a a like post-structural analysis of skateboarding culture and um i've been working on editing that and formatting it into a zine with my friends it kind of discusses the feminist issues within skateboarding and also the sort of anti-capitalist desire of street skateboarding to become a way of redefining public space, you know, like skating the stairs at a Bank of America or something. You're changing a shitty banking institution into a place where you can play and have fun and do vandalism. And so I wrote a big kind of a article on that and we're yeah. working on editing that and so there there's there's some stuff coming but uh nothing, nothing too crazy nothing to make money off of stuff for fun and violence against the system what's uh what's your what's your next uh what's your next trick that you're trying to land what's what's next in next. the okay next trick i'm trying to land i gotta get hard flips i can't hard flip yet i gotta get that that's my favorite trick to bust in skate three hell yeah Add in a th- that and a three sixty flip. Those are my two favorite tricks. Skate three on realistic mode is the best skateboarding game of all time. It's the all only fun. way to play. It's the only on way to play. What the heck? That's from National Romanticism. That made me snort. <laughs> no, you're supposed you're supposed to read them like after you're finished talking, <laughs> finishing your your idea. <laughs> Uh, for well, has to edit into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> I have not. Yeah, or alternatively, um, we could just uh, I could just uh, post it on the socials like I did with the uh, the Ona Stop one. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the No Time Records podcast. Uh, no Time Records OC. Uh, no Time NTR Pod on Twitter. Uh, no Time for Fun Bandcamp. You know, if you're listening to this, you I think you know to find us just search no time records and we'll probably be like the fourth or fifth result <laughs> it was good hanging with y'all nice, hopefully nice i time. said enough weird things to make people think i'm crazy and entertain them briefly yeah we'll get you we'll get you back on for a uh a live part- stream or a gauntlet yeah a part two Oh yeah, we can continue discussing uh, these uh, Bigfoot and Yeti theories. <laughs> yes. Do you, think, do you think Bigfoot can skate? I, I think. I um, think his legs too long. There's got to be at least one Bigfoot who can skate. I think he needs a bigger, bigger skateboard than normal. Now, now there he's is got big... he's got the wide boy. He's got the like old school. But no doubt he can 360 flip it. <laughs>